Welcome to the She Says Podcast with your host, Tara Noma. Join us on a journey of faith, empowerment, and discovery as we explore what it means to be a woman of God in today's world. We're diving into topics that uplift, challenge, and inspire. So grab your coffee, get comfortable, and let's get started. Welcome to listen to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the She Says Podcast. I'm Noma. I'm Tara. We're glad you joined us today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Today we're not drinking coffee, we're just drinking water. Because it's a water kind of day. Yeah. Was it really 69 today? Yes, it was. It's really upsetting. It was muggy. It was so muggy. So we live in uh, the greater Seattle area. And normally this time of year, it's really cold. Yeah. And, but two and weeks we ago, did. two weeks ago, it was like 19 degrees. Yeah. And now it's like 69 degrees and we're not sure what to do with ourselves. Oh, yeah. And everybody's sick. Everybody's sick. Everybody's sick because the weather changing is just yeah. like people can't handle yeah. it. So yeah, I went for a walk this morning and I was like, I put a coat on because I was like, oh, it's it going to be cold. Yeah. No. No. And halfway through, I was like, dying. Yeah. So. How so you, you had a good weekend. I had a good weekend. Yes. I, uh, so it's been busy and I probably gather up. We'll talk about this a little bit, but I'm super strong introvert. Yes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big introvert. And so I recharge by being alone and, um, just out of the natural order of things, <laughs> my kids <laughs> were going sledding. Yeah, and like we have this plan, and the plan kind of fell through. And Kevin was like, "I'll my husband." He's like, "I'll just take the kids. You stay home." And I was like, "Praise the Lord, I am like, happy to do that." Hallelujah. So I kept joking and telling him I'm having a rotting day, and he's like, "I hate that. It sounds like you're dying." He's like, "Don't right. ever call it that." So then um, I found uh, the Scottish term "herkle durkle." Herkle durkle. Say so, that five times fast. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I literally can't. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to call it a Herkle Durkle then. And so he's like, whatever you're going to do, have fun. And so I Herkle Durkle on so Saturday. T- tell us what Herkle Durkling is. So Herkle Durkling. Yeah. For, so if you don't know, if you don't know what a rotting day is or a Herkle Durkle day is, get in the know. Get in the know. <laughs> you should have one. I highly recommend them to everybody. Um, but it's a day where you like intentionally don't do anything. Yeah. Which is very challenging, P.S. Yes. As a measure, a doer. And I'm a big doer. Yes. Like it's very stressful. Um, like you see those people who are like, um, let's have a down day. And then they have to do everything else first. And Before then they, they can do the down day. Yeah. I have learned over the years to not do that, but it has taken a lot of energy to not do that. Right. Um, and so Saturday. I had my Herkle Durkle, and I literally, I read a little bit. I watched a little TV, read a little bit more, read a little of this, read a little of that. Uh, <laughs> took a nap. Um, the kids were gone from, like, they left at, like, 10, 10-ish. And then my uh, our girlfriend stopped by, and she was here for, like, an hour. And then I was really sad because <laughs> I had to run to the store before I Herkle Durkle. Yes, she called me, and I'm- she's like, I just need to talk to you and I can hear she's upset and I'm thinking somebody died or something bad happened. And she's like, I just needed to talk to you and tell you how upset I am about this. And I was like, okay. I'm like, she's like, do you have time? I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. So like sit on the couch and I'm like preparing myself for like to counsel you through something like really emotional and really awful. And she's like, I had to leave my house and go to the store. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
It's so sad. I'm well, so sorry. It was so tragic. It was so <laughs> tragic. But when you set yourself up yeah. and like you're looking forward to this day of not having any responsibility, yep. not having to do anything, you could just stay in your jammies all day if you yeah. wanted, not yeah. even get out of bed if you don't want to. Right. Have that, that kind of focused time, yeah. you know, to herkle dirkle, mm-hmm. to just be. Yeah. And then. To go to the store. And then you have to go people. Like, oh, it was rough. It is. I understand. It was rough. So I just ran in, ran out, and then I got home. And I really needed a reset day. Yeah. And um, we have been for months now. Yes. Just kind of on our personal journey. We're both doers. And yeah. we're very busy. And mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how do, what's, what is the appropriate way to live this life we're called to right to do mm-hmm. but do it from a place of rest yeah and a good friend of ours suggested this book to me um last summer called the ruthless elimination of hurry and i started reading it and i like call tara and i'm like you have got to read this book um because it's all about literally eliminating hurry mm-hmm. and the the idea of having to do all the time um, because it gives a different, um, kind of a different relationship with the doing. Yeah. And it's really about, um, that we don't get our value from the things that we right. do. Right. Right. And right. so that our value comes primarily from Christ, right? That's, that's and who we are in him and who we are in him. Yeah. And that should be our primary focus. But I think oftentimes I don't, I, I think men struggle with this just as much mm-hmm. as women. I yeah. don't think this is a woman or, or man thing. I do think we struggle with it differently. Yes. Um, because yeah. I think men find a lot of value in what they can do to provide. Right. Like their jobs and yeah. how much they're working and maybe even like their, uh, you know, physical activity like sports mm-hmm. or different things like that. I think men can get, derive some of that from their, um, their busyness from that where I think as women we derive some of our hurry almost it's like it just happens yeah it's like life happens to (laughs) you and you're just like how did I get here one day right right because we you know we typically as women have in most situations have the kind of the majority of responsibility with raising the kids mm-hmm. and making sure things happen for the home and right. making sure dinner's ready and yeah. all those things. And, and your situation may be different. Like roles may be reversed and that's, that's fine. But to, to figure out a way to do all the things that we need to do, because it's not like you can just hurple durple every day. No, for sure. Like, no, there life happens and there are things that we're called to do and called a steward. Yeah. Our families being one of them, you know, jobs. Yeah. Um, relationship with Christ, relationship with our spouse. Like, there are relationship with our friends, right? There's mm-hmm. things that we are called to do and steward that we can't just say, like, I'm herkle-durkling for life yeah. and I'm out. Yeah. But how do we do all of that um, and keep a right heart posture and not be so stressed all the time? Absolutely. Um, and so part of the book that we read that really grabbed a hold of me, and we'll be talking more about this you know, in the future is that sometimes that we get into stress and we get into the hurry because we're yoked to the wrong thing. That's right. We're yoked to the doing, we're (laughs) yoked to the job, we're yoked to the family, we're yoked to 
ministry, we're yoked to a number of things when we're called to be yoked to Jesus. I really hope that he got them out. And if not, welcome to my life. It's we. There's dogs, and that's okay. If they're losing their minds, that's okay. That's um, fine. It's part of life. It's part of life. Hold on one second. Hey, enough. Maybe we'll leave that in. Maybe we will. It's real life. It's just, it's real life. Yeah. We talked about how in our last episode, how we're really carving out time to do this. And part of it is we're, you know, in a room in Tara's house and she's got dogs. I have dogs too. If we were at my house, it would be nonstop. Like my yeah. dogs lose their mind all the time. But anyway, so really getting back to what we were talking about, um, the, the key is making sure that we're yoked to Jesus. You know, in Matthew 11, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy my burden is light. And, and that has been such a constant thing that he's been speaking to me. That and abide in me. Yes. In John 15, the abide in me. Um, and really, we can't, we can't fully abide in him unless we're fully yoked to him. Mm -hmm. um, and when we are yoked to him, it's not that we stop doing all of the things. It's just now we're resting in him mm -hmm. and it gives us, um, it, it just helps us in the journey. It That's helps right. us to come from a place of rest instead of a place of hurry. Yeah. Well, and I really think that um, <clears throat> for me, um, one of the things that I really realized is that over the years, the hurry took its toll on my health mm -hmm. and, um, the always putting myself last. Yeah. Put a toll on itself. Now I will say, I also sort of hate that term self-care, right? It's not my favorite. It feels very, um, it feels overindulgent. It feels a little bit, um, entitled, um, I, and I will get there. Like <laughs> I will get there, but there's some pieces to this yes. that, um, you know, in the, uh, in the, I guess, um, what, when you're, you know, when you're flying, right. Mm -hmm. And they're giving you the explanation of like, you got to put your mask on first because you got to take care of you right. before you can take care of anybody else. That has been something that over the years, the Lord has continued to sort of highlight to me. So even though I kind of like joke, like self-care is ridiculous. If I don't take care of myself, right, I am not the best for my kids. I'm not the best for my husband. Yes. I'm not the best yes. for the Lord. Right. I'm not doing unto him what I'm doing. Well, for me, as an introvert and as somebody who I had to like really figure out what does that look like? Because like we said, hold her holy. That is not, I I can't, I don't know if I've ever actually hurtled or hold before. I mean, we have days where we're like, eh, I'm not doing nothing today, but then I still, you know, do four loads of laundry. Well, yeah, and, you know, there's still stuff that has still, to be done. But, you know, like, I was apologizing. Sorry, the house is a mess. Like, Saturday I hurtled or hold, and that just is where it's at. Like, it's going to take me all week to recover because this is the other thing I did learn kind of along, not even just along this way, but along the journey um, is that you can't do it all, all at once. No, you can't. And so I think it's unreasonable to um, sort of decide that I'm going to like make it all up, right? Yeah. You just can't. You can't. And I think that 
it's so true to even like we everybody talks about being balanced oh you know make sure you're you're balancing like when i first got into pastoral ministry that was everybody was like well make sure that you balance everything and so then i felt this pressure to keep everything balanced and i was exhausting myself Mm -hmm. trying to keep things balanced because the reality is there really is no balance no like some weeks are are ministry heavy and some weeks are family heavy yep and you just kind of have to go with it. And that's why being yoked to Jesus is so important. That's right. Because when we're yoked to him, number one, we're not going to take on assignments that aren't ours, like right. we've talked about before, mm-hmm. because everything is going from through him. Yep. Right? He's leading us. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're off on our own path and saying, hey, Jesus, come with me. This right. is a really great idea. Yeah. Right? Which a lot of us do. And 100%. then we end up... Which we've done before. We end up exhausted. Yeah. We end up you know, spinning our tails, spinning our wheels, right? Because chasing our tails and spinning our wheels because we're out of sync. We're not right. in step with him. And But when we're yoked to him, he's the one who's leading. And and he says, learn from me, which is really an exper- experiential yeah. thing. It's yeah. not just, just read the word and then tip, soak it in. It's actually like this is experiencing him on a daily basis, mm-hmm. learning from him, right. learning by his leading. And it's like we talked about last week, being in his presence, being hungry for his presence. Like when when you live in that place, all of the things that you have to do mm-hmm. becomes a little bit easier because he's the one leading and we're coming from a place of rest. Well, and that's the reality. It's, it's not just, you know, it's really important to spend you know, your daily time of the Lord. I yes. really, I have you to know, be in the secret place. Has to be in the secret place. Have to really get that daily connection. But I think there's something else that we also need is we need sometimes that step back to really evaluate, you know, the week. Yes. And um, yes. I was reading um, this little book that we're reading, um, uh, Tyranny of the Urgent, because we're yes. really trying, we're t- personally trying yeah. to wrap our minds around this. Like, right. what does this look like? Because I think as women, we have the Proverbs 31 woman who is like... <laughs> feels like an impossible standard. It feels like an impossible standard, right? feels like this unicorn of a woman who, you know, gets up before everybody else and, t- you know, tends to the fields and is making sure she's, you know, selling her goods and doing all this and sewing everybody's clothes. clothes. And you're just like, I don't even have time to go to the bank. Can I just go to Walmart or Target or something? Yeah. Like, can I get a latte? Anyone? Anybody? Um, So we have this sort of what feels like unrealistic expectation, right? Um, But one of the things that um, this, the tyranny of the urgent, which goes right along with um, our reading of the ruthless elimination of hurry is taking a spiritual stock of your week, right? Looking Mm -hmm. back. And so that was one thing that I did when I was purple dirkling was like, how am I spending time with the Lord? What am I doing? How is this going? Um, What am I giving overall? Like we talked about this, what am I giving my time to? Yeah. And um, what are things that are weighing heavy on me? Mm -hmm. What things do I need to put at his feet? Yes. Um, you know, I didn't do it while I was Hercule Durpling, but um, the next day on, I try to take a, um, not just a spiritual log of my time, but also like an actual log of my right. time. Right. And so kind of what I felt like the Lord had spoke to me on Saturday was like really being intentional about how I'm spending my days. It's so good. And so um, I took that time 
and was like, okay, I need to set some of this stuff up a little bit better so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Right. Like Kevin texting you because I was like, hey, so like, what is the reason we need to do to get this podcast out? <laughs> so can I, I just need to make a list so that, you know, it's not Friday and I'm going, whoa, right, right. right. Um, so that I can kind of plan it out a little bit better. And so, um, that's, so I spent, you know, I just put on some quiet music and I mm-hmm. just spent some time just like, I call it brain dumping, just like yes. taking everything out of my head. I live by my phone calendar. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's overwhelming when you look at it, you're like, you literally have something on there every day. But like, <laughs> I put in like what kid has what day of laundry right. in my right. calendar. So it's not, it's just how I like manage my time. Um, but there are times where I need to just dump everything out of my brain because it feels like it's so much more than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is sometimes, um, when I was Herkel Durkley, I'm going to keep saying that word because I like how it feels in my mouth. It's it's just magical. It's just magical. You should say it a couple of times. Herkel Durkle. Herkel um, That it really helped me to feel like I wasn't, quote unquote, as busy as I think I am. Yeah. To just get it out. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way where you're oh, just yeah. like spinning your wheels? Oh, yeah. And it's funny because... Um, there are times I just have to like verbally process it all out. Like this is what I have to do. And then I need to do this. And then I need to do this. And then I need to do this. And it doesn't feel as overwhelming if I can just get it out. Yeah. Then it like piling up in my head. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's like, well, if I don't do that, then this is going to happen. And then, so then I overthink everything and yeah. it completely stresses me out. And so, yeah. So part of that, like taking that time to really say, what is it that needs to be done? What's mm-hmm. the most important? Yeah. And and realizing the difference between important and urgent. That's, yep, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because there are things that we list as urgent that really aren't. Yep. And they're really not as important as something else. And so what is it that's really important? What's important is that you're taking your secret place time that's with right. the Lord. That's right. What's important is that, you know, you're spending the time with your kids you need to, that you're, that you are, um, you know, doing the things that you know is good mm-hmm. to do, the important things to do. And then the other things come after that. And it, it might feel urgent, but we have to weigh out the urgent and the important because the important things are really the things that stand the test of time, yeah. right? That that are still going to need, they're still there the next day, That's right? right. That, yeah. that if you don't, if you don't, um, steward and nurture your relationships, they may not be there. Mm-hmm. And those are the important things. Absolutely. And then they become urgent. Yeah. Because we didn't take the time with the important right in the daily. I So when you were saying that, I, this um, quote came to my mind. <clears throat> it says, I've come to realize that I am the indispensable person only until the moment I say no. Mm. And I think sometimes we don't take time out of our day because we're constantly, yes, I'm, I, of course I can do that for you. Yes. We're servants, right? We yeah. really want to like serve And people. we want to feel needed. We want to feel needed. We all needed. do. Everybody wants to know that they're needed and wanted. Yep. Yeah. But it's so, I mean, at work, I, this is real. Like, every, you know, you want to get all of the accolades and you want to do all of the things. Everybody wants a pat on the back. Yeah. And so you find yourself saying, yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. And that you're the only one who can do it. And you know, I've said this a lot. I do not think that I am the only one who can do it. In fact, I'm always like, I should be the last person to do this, but I'll do it. It's (laughs) fine. Okay. Um, And 
I think the important thing that that when we say no, it opens up an opportunity for somebody else to say yes, yes. and to step into what yeah. they're called to. Yeah. And, you know, like we talked about before with, you know, staying in your assignment and your calling, this is also kind of partners with that in the sense of not every need that comes across your desk or comes, ac- you know, comes across your text message or whatever yeah. is something that you need to say yes to. Right. And I think it's really important that we are intentional. Like we talk about attention, intentionality a lot about what we are involved in, but we need to be just as intentional with our nose as yeah. we are with our yeses. Right. Yeah. Like we, we, there comes a point where you have to intentionally say no to things. Mm-hmm. And like, I've like world-class yep. people pleaser, mm-hmm. like never mm-hmm. want to let anybody down, don't want to disappoint anybody. And so I will say yes until the cows come home. Yeah. And then I burn myself out and then I'm like sick on every vacation. Yeah. And so one of the things I'm being really intentional about this year is taking some of those days. Like we have personal days and we have vacation days and we have sick days for, for reasons. Yeah. And so taking a mental health day, taking, mm-hmm. taking a prayer day, taking yeah. days that I can just be with the Lord and figure things, some things out mm-hmm. and take some rest time so that my body doesn't shut down every time it knows I'm going on vacation. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've gone, 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 gone. That's and right. so um, part of part of the ruthless elimination of hurry and the tyranny of the urgent and all of that is really being intentional with our yeses and our no's. Yeah. And it gives room, like Tara was saying, it gives room for somebody else to be able to step into something that God is asking them to That's do. Right. So many times people like people will feel called to do something but don't feel like there's a place for them um, because a lot of times the place is being held by somebody that's not supposed to be there. Absolutely. And so we've got, that's where we have to be yoked to Jesus, mm-hmm. following his lead. And it may be something that you were called to in a season past yeah. and you just haven't let go of it, even though Jesus is like, hey, we're going this direction now. Yeah. You know, we talk about staying in your lane and all of that. And sometimes like, yes, we need to do that when it's the lane you're supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. But like I heard Sean Smith said at the conference I was at last weekend, like, so many times we're so focused on staying in our own lane when Jesus has a whole highway he wants to give us. That's right. And so we that's why we have to be be intentional with our, our secret place time, intentional to be yoked to him mm-hmm. so that when it's time to switch lanes, yeah. we're ready to move. Well, because there's nothing worse, I feel like, and you and I talk about this a lot, like we both work outside yeah. of the home yeah. um, and we've both gone through different seasons of staying at home with our kids, working mm-hmm. full time, working part time. And I'm coming somewhere in the middle right now. Um, And I think that there is a season and a time for each one of those situations for for your yes and for your no. Mm -hmm. But really recognizing those times and seasons is paramount. Right. And I, nothing drives me more crazy than, you know, oh, well, I can't do this because I have, you know, small kids or I can't, you know, allowing your circumstances or, you know, I work full time so I can't do that. Um, allowing your circumstances to sort of be the um, thing that holds you back. You know, there's been so many times where I've talked to people who, you know, I'd really love to be in ministry, but I just have a full-time job right now. Well, there's ministry for you to do at your job. Right. There's ministry for you to do with your family. Yes. There's ministry to do with your friends. You know, being in ministry doesn't have anything to do with vocational ministry. Ministry is not tied to a paycheck. No. Because if that's the focus, then you're looking for a job. That's right. 
And and that's not anything that ministry is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and so that it's so good that you're saying that because we have to look for the ministry opportunities everywhere we that's go. That's right. That's right. Whether you're sitting in a coffee shop, whether you're mm-hmm. picking up your kids from school, yeah. like you you have total access mm-hmm. to the kingdom of yeah. God and full access to whatever it is that Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And so wherever you are, Within your sphere of influence, you have a chance to minister. Well, and I think it's interesting because we don't really look, like scripturally, we don't look at people and realize how many of them were what we call bivocational, right? Right. Most of the ministers were bivocational. Most of them were. Um, The disciples of Jesus got called out of where they were at for a short period of time, but they weren't just ministers of the gospel forever doing nothing else. Right. Like a lot of them- Paul was a tent maker. Paul was a tent maker. (laughs) I mean- we we know that some of them had to go back to that's where Jesus mm-hmm. found them back yeah. fishing. <laughs> David was a shepherd before he became king. Yeah, right? and it's not like king was like a easy job. No, he. I mean, he was like warrior, yeah. battling and immoral all the time. So we we really have to understand that being yoked to Jesus means we're on a journey with Him, right? And so it yes. makes us really need to be intentional with those yeses so that we can see where God's at work and we can partner with him. Right. And that's, so it's important to understand. Now I talked a lot about being an introvert and you're also introverted as well. I, I would say I'm an outgoing introvert. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's different for extroverts. It is different for extroverts because being alone stifles them. Yeah. And, and can be really draining. It can be very draining. So especially if you have like a married couple and one's an extrovert and one's an introvert, Mm -hmm. that can be tricky because um, if one is constantly being filled up by being with people and the other one is being drained all the time. So there's that even being intentional with your relationships to know what the other one needs. That's right. right? Not only knowing what you need, but knowing what your spouse needs, your what kids. your kids need. Mm-hmm. Um, even your friends. Even your friends. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like I I get filled up when I'm with people, mm-hmm. certain people. Certain people. Right? Like, <laughs> not, we're not calling anybody out. We're not calling anybody out. But I can get peopled out pretty quick yeah. too. And yeah. so that's, especially if I'm not yoked to Jesus. That's right. Especially if I'm doing in my own strength and like I gotta get this done, I've got so much to do, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Like then I can get I can get tanked out. Well really and I've quick. always found that when I am doing the assignment that Christ has put in front of me, I have all of the energy I need yes. to to do it to completion. Yes. Yes. But I can tell you the times that I've stepped out and done stuff in my own strength. I there are so I could tell you a story. There's been a couple of really specific times where I felt the Lord say, stay home. Yes. Very specifically. And I was like, that's just me. I'm just tired. (laughs) I'm just introverted. Yeah. But very specifically, it was like almost audible. Yeah. Where he was like, stay home. And I've talked to some of my mentors about this because like, I was like, oh crap, I screwed up. Sorry, crap's a bad word. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot, dang. I screwed up because... Screwed up's probably a bad word, too. Jeez, I'm just getting myself in trouble. You're okay. You're um, okay. You're okay. I, like, got myself into some sticky situations. Mm-hmm. And um, relationally, there was a couple situations I got myself sticky where I knew, like, the Lord was like, stay home. And and relationally, I didn't have the bandwidth to process what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I should have stayed home. Yeah. 
And then there was, I got really, there's a couple times I got really sick. Do you remember when I got shingles? Oh yeah. I got shingles. It was bad. It was not good. I was sick as a dog for weeks. It was not good. And it was all out of not walking in step, being yoked with Jesus. At the time, there was just a lot of different things going on. And I was trying to do it all in my own strength. Right. And I think that the interesting part about that is that doesn't necessarily mean we do things less or differently. Right. Because a lot of it is my job. And I had to do it. But if I would have been yoked to Jesus, I wouldn't have had the stress. Right. I wouldn't have had the emotional connections to the different things that were going on. Yeah. And it taught me so much to just not hold everything. I mean, I did. I really learned a lot. I don't, I don't hold anything really clenched fists anymore. Yeah. I really hold everything very open handed mm-hmm. to God and just say, you know, Lord, whatever you want to do. And, and I'm not perfect. Like, Literally before we were processing, before we got on, I had kind of a stressful situation this weekend. And honestly, I didn't even realize that I was as stressed out about it as I was mm-hmm. until I was mindlessly eating cookie dough. Right. When I was like, that's a surefire way. To <laughs> I was like, oh, when you're like pounding the cookie dough, it's like, oh, something needs to yeah. figure this out. Yeah, so we yeah. need to figure this out. So I was like, I didn't realize that this was like really stressing me out. And so I need to take stock of that and I need to give it to the Lord. Right. So again, not like, you know, yeah, whatever. But well, I think that's key too, because it's not like we're saying herkle durkle every day and don't do anything like you. There's things you have to do. Like we all, we all have to get up. We all have things we have to do, but how are we going about doing them? In yeah. what strength are we doing them? With what motivation are we doing them? With what intention are we doing them? It's, it's, let's be yoked to Jesus. Let's start our day with him and then go from there. And it's, and it's not like there are seasons of rest mm-hmm. and there are seasons where the yeah. Lord asks us not to do anything. Absolutely. But we have to be really careful that we're mm-hmm. constantly bringing our season before the Lord. Yeah. Like, Lord, is this still where you want me to That's be? That's right. Lord, is there something else that you would have me do? Because I know so many people who say, well, I'm just in a season of rest. And they've used it as an excuse to not be engaged or involved Mm -hmm. and to like just sit back. Yeah. And that's not what God is calling us to do. Absolutely. Like we're on mission all the time. Mm -hmm. And yes, you may be in a season of rest, but how, for how long? Yeah. Like Jesus withdrew Mm -hmm. to rest, Mm -hmm. but he always came back full of the spirit and ready to do the next assignment. That's right. And so that's where we have to be. Yes, withdraw to rest, take the time to rest, Mm -hmm. but then come back full of the spirit and ready for the next assignment. That's right. I just had this that, um, okay, Tyranny of the Urgent, it's by Charles E. Hummel. And so if you want to get it, it's just just like a little, it's a little pamphlet, a little booklet, but it is one minute spent in planning, or I would even add prayer saves three or four minutes in execution. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things that if you just take that little bit of time and you set it aside or you're intentional with your, you know, Mm -hmm. season of rest or moment of rest, or, you know, like you're even saying, you know, taking your time to be intentional in those spaces, it will add so many more moments on top. Yes. You know, it, it's really glorifying the Lord because you just hit the nail on the head. Jesus took time. Yeah. He, 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 at every at almost every story that we see him ministering, he is either coming out of a place where he has just come from being yes. withdrawn or he withdraws to go with withdraw. Yes. Yeah. And so what I think, you know, and, and this isn't just, this isn't an American culture thing. No. I think it's just, it's human nature 
Um, sometimes it's survival because you just have to. Right. Um, but it's so important to go, Lord, how am I, how am I yoking myself to you today? Where are you at work? How can I partner with you? God, if I can't slow this day down, if I can't slow this calendar down, if I can't slow this moment down, help me. Yes. Because he is sure to answer. Oh yeah. And, and he gives rest. But he also increases strength and might. Absolutely. So as we rest in him, as we trust in him, he increases our strength, increases our might. It's it's the great exchange, right? Yeah. It's the be anxious for nothing, like um, because we're giving everything to him, like yeah. everything at his feet, right? Um, so when we do that, then the peace of God comes. Mm-hmm. So there's this a great exchange that takes place all the time. Yeah. Like we give him our sin. Like he, yeah. he gives us his grace, his yeah. mercy, his forgiveness, yeah. right? There's this constant great exchange happening with yeah. him. When we're stressed out, we come to him, we bring it to him. He gives us his rest yeah. and his peace, but he doesn't want us to just like not do anything. No. Like we're to, we're to live in his peace. We're to live yeah. in his rest. Yeah. We're to live in his strength. We're to live in his anointing, mm-hmm. live in the presence of, of the Holy Spirit yep. and be very mindful That's right. that he's with us, yeah. that everything that we are called to do, everything that we're called to steward, everything that is on our to-do list, That's her. he's going to give us, he gives us the grace and the strength for yep. when we're yoked to him. That's right. That's right. And I just think it's, I, as you were saying that, you know, beauty for ashes, it's, he's really giving us um, a, gar- a garment of praise for our sorrows, yes. for every um, every step of the way that we're with him. But it's really important to not understand, it's really important to understand that it's not in our own strength. It's yes. really out of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Right. And right. and like I said, you know, a, a minute in prayer saves three or four minutes in, in stress and oh, life. For sure. And just taking that moment and just going, yeah, okay, God. Yeah. I know, you know, I, there's a lot of times like, at work, you know, because I'm doing this mm-hmm. whole new career where I'm like, Lord, <laughs> I don't know how to yes. do this or I don't know yeah, this information or, mm-hmm. you know, show me where you're working in this situation so that I can yeah. partner with you because it's so paramount that we walk in step with him yes. in each and every way. Absolutely. And that's our heart really kind of as we continue down this path with you guys is to help find how you can connect with with god how to rest and reset yourself yes um you're going to hear us say that a lot over the next because that's really the journey he has us on right we want to empower you for your voice yes but really through a place of um rest and yoking with right jesus is right because when you're in that when you start in that place you can accomplish so much more yeah you can get so much more done you can um you can do so many more things of your assignment when you come from that place. Yeah. Um, because it's really putting him first. Mm-hmm. It's, it's eyes fixed, heart fixed on him. Yeah. Um, and he's first. And if he's not first, then we need to take a step back. Yeah. And say, Jesus, where are you not first mm-hmm. in my life? Yeah. Forgive me. And, and I put you first in every one of those areas. Yep. And when you ask him, he gives you, he'll, he'll tell you, he gives you the wisdom to know mm-hmm. what, where he's at work, what he's doing, what, what he's shifting in you yeah. because yesterday's assignment may not be the same mm-hmm. as next week's assignment. Yeah. And so we gotta, we gotta be constantly bringing it before the Lord and, um, constantly before him, like God, you know, where are you at work? in me, in my family, in my church, yeah. in my community. Like, where are you at work 
in the coffee shop, yeah. like all of those things and, um, and really leaning into him. And, and I think it's, you know, one of the scriptures, it says pray without ceasing. And mm-hmm. I think we think a lot of times, like, how is that even possible oh, to yeah. pray without ceasing? Yeah. Right. Like we're having a conversation right now. We're not praying. So how are we doing praying? I mean, I'm praying a little bit. She's like, oh gosh, what's she going to say? Oh, no, just... no. Um, but I heard, I think it was Smith, Smith Wigglesworth that worth that said, I never pray for longer than 15 minutes, but I never go longer than 15 minutes without praying. Oh, that's and powerful. so it's just that like bringing him into the day, like I'm at the sink doing yeah. dishes. God, what are you speaking to me right now as yeah. I'm doing this? Lord, yep. let me, as I'm doing laundry, as I'm, you know, yep. about to counsel somebody, as I'm preparing yep. a message, as I'm, you know, picking up my kids from school, as I'm, mm-hmm. you know, all of the mm-hmm. things, playing with my grandkid, like yep. all of those things like yep. that we have to do, going to the grocery store, like we can bring him into every aspect mm-hmm. of our lives and, and be so mindful that he's with us. He says he's never going to leave us or forsake us, that his presence is always with us. And I think we forget that sometimes yeah. that we think that we just have to be out here doing all of this stuff on our own mm-hmm. when he's like, let me help you. Yeah, let <laughs> like, me help you, help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Help me help you. Help me help you. <laughs> and I just think it's so interesting when you were talking, I just kept getting just the, it's the root of our identity. Absolutely. It's the root of our identity. Yeah. We we can't really discover who we are or where we're going until we really get yoked with who yes, he is. Absolutely. And so that's our heart's desire is that yeah. we start at the root of our identity. Yeah. And really getting getting yoked to who Christ is. Yeah. And and where he's going and 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 follow along on yes. that journey with him. Yeah. And I think it's even a good exercise to sit down in your in your quiet time, in your secret place time and just say God, what do you say about me? Mm. And then just sit quietly and write down whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Don't overthink it. You'd be like, I don't know. I don't know that he would say that. But whatever it is that he says, yeah. write it down. Yeah. And and then that's, go from that place. Like, yep. this is who you say about me. Mm-hmm. And so this is a place I'm going to live from. Yeah. And it's not at a place of striving to do because we're being who he's yeah. called us to be. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anything else you want to say today? I think I think we're good. I think we wrapped it up. That <laughs> we wrapped good, it up with a real good bow. Real good bow. There, I can't make a bow. She can make her mean bow. I oh, I am obsessed with bows right now. I'm gonna make a bow garland for my Valentine's mantle. And I, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so cute. I love it. You make me one too, because I, I, I can't even tie a bow. Like I literally tying my shoelaces seems like a rough. Oh gosh. Challenge. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Thanks. <laughs> it's in the next season. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say? No, just we love you guys. Yeah. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing and yeah. for all the support that you've been giving us. It's been oh, it's meant super so loved. much. Yeah. It has really meant so much. We were like, is anybody even going to listen to us? Yeah, but, no idea. Um, we're so thankful for how you guys have just supported us and listened and subscribed and liked and all of the things. Absolutely. So, Share share this with your friends. Like we are here to encourage you and to empower you yeah. to use your voice and to um, walk out all that God has for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Till next week. Till next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the She Says Podcast. We hope you felt inspired and encouraged by today's conversation. Remember, you are valued, loved, and have a vital role in God's kingdom. Stay tuned for more episodes and don't forget to like and share this podcast. Until next time, God bless.